I've been praying for the non-believers. All my neighbors thinking I will leave her. Awful eager to fall for all deceivers. They don't care what the creator prefers. They don't believe in walking up to Peter. They don't believe in God, Jesus either. Go from breeders and the instant reapers. Listen to the tweeters, the twisted leaders, misdemeanors. Then you go for felonies. Hello, welcome to Be Vigilant. I'm your host, Matt Dean. With me, once again, is my wife and co-host, Becky. Today's show is brought to you by Valerie M. Once again, we are so thankful for your prayerful support, your financial support that keeps us on ACN at 3 p.m. on Thursdays. Not 3 p.m.s, Becky, like I've said before. Just one. I did it on a show when you weren't on it. It's just one 3 p.m. We're on ACN Thursdays. Now, that's one great opening right there. What do you think? Hmm, We could probably start over. Yeah. All right. Let's. Just kidding. (laughs) So... We are glad you're tuning in to us today. If you do like our show and you're listening on the radio and you want to share it with your friends, go ahead. You can find us on most places that you do your podcasting. Do you have to burp? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Struggling to hold it in. She's not helping me either. (laughs) Wherever you like to get your podcasting, except for Apple and Pandora. Pandora, because they've made it hard for me. I don't know. I'm pretty tech savvy, too, and I don't. Speaking of tech savvy, how about that Caleb Collier over on Church and State? Uh, who's that? Oh, who's that? <laughs> if you have been listening to our show or Ashley McBuster with her father-in-law, we've got a little war going on, and I might have uh, changed sides a time or two. I don't. I've been a little bit out of the loop, and I don't even know whose side and what the the war war is even about, except for. One time we said made fun of Caleb for the Nephilim. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing I can remember. If you haven't checked Becky and I out, we were on Emancipation Propaganda with Ashley and her father-in-law. And, of course, we had to joke on Caleb. So the next week he came out on Church and State and declared war and then said he's our daddy. Which is the natural next step to you made fun of me, yep. we're going to war. Mm-hmm. So now Church and State on they're on five days a week, 3.30. They're on right after us. The war is heating up. There was even actually people that were a little worried. But it's all in love and fun. And I might have gone on Caleb's show and made fun of Ashley and Matt. Oh, that's why you flipped sides. I'm the Benedict Arnold. That was why he said there's a traitor. <laughs> that would be me. <laughs> hey, we hope that you do turn into the other shows on ACN or... Anywhere else, you can get those on Podbean as well. I was corrected. That's Podbean. You can get ours on Amazon. But back to the Caleb in the church and state. He likes to tout himself as a pretty fancy dresser. Really? Yeah. But many a time. I mean, who told him? One time, Caleb's (laughs) co-host Gabe and I said, we should take you shopping because you have no style, man. (laughs) I think I said that to Gabe one time secretly, too. Mm -hmm. Hey. You know we love all of our friends on all the radio shows. So. I mean, he's not doing it wrong when he's wearing a black hoodie because, I mean, that's my staple. Yep. But you can't always wear a black hoodie. Well, uh, yeah, you can. Yeah, wait a minute. Becky owns quite a few black hoodies. Yeah. Yep. So besides not being real tech savvy, Caleb <laughs> uh, could use some fashion advice. So maybe hit up Church and State social media and tell him how he should be dressing besides <laughs> the black hoodie. And the suit. Yep. Nothing wrong with the suit. Oh, no. Yeah. But it's when we're it's just the casual, casual Caleb, baggy Levi's. Yeah, it looks like he's. Should we early... even be wearing Levi's anymore? I don't think they're. I think he he at least has the morals to not do that. Well, 
Oh, so they're old? Yeah. <laughs> hey, we hope you like Just what kidding. we do on the show. If you'd like to help keep us on the air, you can give us a text, 509-818-7818. We are listener-funded here on Be Vigilant. We're so thankful for all the listeners that have helped keep us on the air because we enjoy what we're doing. It's been a while since Becky and I have sat in captain's chair and shotgun. I don't know. I don't know either. No. We've had some great people from the community be on the show lately, so I love giving airtime to people that have good causes or running from school boards. The elections will be over by the time this airs. So hope you got out and voted here in the local elections trying to Take back our school boards. That's always going to be an important one. Yes. Yes. And you heard Jeff Brooks here a couple times on our show. He has a great plan. He is a motivated man. And he loves the education of the young people. He's not an educator himself, but he took a lot of time to educate his kids and to help raise their awareness on what education should be. So should we get into the Bible already? Mm Mm-hmm. Becky's look chomping at the bit. She gave me one verse. I didn't put my glasses on, so I'm going to read two verses. We're going to be in James chapter 5 and verse 15 and 16. And that's, they say, And the prayer of the faith shall save the sick, and the Lord shall raise him up. And if he have committed sins, they shall be forgiven him. Confess your faults one to another, and pray one for another, that ye may be healed. The effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. Mm-hmm. Those are some beautiful words. There, the end. The end. All right. We'll see you next time. <laughs> what did you have to say on that? Well, it's important to pray for each other. Mm-hmm. And I think it's been, for both you and I, kind of a, we've let our pride get in the way when it comes to asking people for prayers. Ah, Yes. Um, But recently, a couple of friends of mine have made it a point on every Monday morning. We have a little group text going about just how we can pray for each other. Amen. And um, knowing that they're actually praying when you ask for prayers Mm -hmm. is... I think it makes all the difference in the world than, like, you put a prayer out there on Facebook and somebody gives you the praying hands emoji Ah, or sending prayers up or what have you. Because I I don't know. And maybe I'm just skeptical, but I don't – I'd be willing to bet that most people that say that they're praying on the old social media aren't going to drop what they're doing and pray right then. Hmm. And that's something that I've always – don't interrupt me. Yeah. No, that's something that I've always taken very seriously. Mm-hmm. If I tell you that I'm praying for you, that means that I'm doing it right then and there. Yeah. If you've asked me to pray for you. But so I think it's it also has made I don't know about the other ladies, but has made me feel a little closer of a friendship mm-hmm. with them. When we bear one another's burdens, because it's not just. How can I pray for you? Because they're going to poke and prod until, I mean, we'll do it to each other, poke and prod until everybody fesses up what they need prayer for. And so it kind of is, uh, takes a little bit of the weight off your shoulders to be able to say, you know, tell somebody in confidence how they can pray for you because that you're actually, you know, confessing not your sins, but 
what you need prayer your for. Your burdens. Mm-hmm. And I used to not be able to do that. I'd be like, yeah, I'm not going to bother anybody with this. No, this isn't anybody's business. Mm-hmm. But it is very helpful, even just day to day, even if it's just something little. Because it's it may not be little once you say it out loud. Like, Lord, let me not strangle this person driving in front of me. No. Mm-hmm. Or with that T-shirt we we keep seeing, Lord, protect me while I'm out on these streets. While I'm in these streets. That's yeah. the truth. Mm-hmm. And that's, that is such the truth. She hit it, the nail on the head. I knew I was going to get that out correctly. <laughs> I have a hard time asking people to pray for me, mm-hmm. which is crazy. And I've had a hard time, and I don't know why I didn't say it on the show, being becoming a pastor now. Mm-hmm. It's the first time I've said it on the show. Mm-hmm. I want to know what everybody, what I can pray for everybody for. Mm-hmm. But then when it comes time for me to say, hey, pray for me for this, I have a block. Yeah. And my life can be kind of chaotic. And I can use the prayers. Yeah. And, and I think a lot of it, too, has been um, when people, to me, ask for, in my opinion, silly prayer mm. requests. Like, pray that my hair grows back? No. Yeah, I got you. It, it's true. But that's, it, it's a pride thing again. Like, hey, get over yourself. That person maybe really genuinely needs you to pray for that. Mm-hmm. Um, but sometimes I will say, nah, I'm not praying for that. Don't be ridiculous. Yeah. I've told my kid that before. <laughs> I forget what the, he, he brought up a prayer request one time. I said, and the, it was a big group. It wasn't just the two yeah. of us. I ain't got to pray for that, man. <laughs> But it was in jest as well. Yeah. Also, there is no prayer too small or too silly. Yeah. I don't know. I've heard some pretty silly prayer requests, and I have a hard time. But I, this one in particular that I'm not going to repeat, even if I did, I wouldn't tell you who said it. It was probably but, me. No. But after I actually took the time to unpack what they actually meant mm-hmm. by that silly, almost, like, can I say retarded? Probably not. Stupid prayer request. Mm-hmm. Actually, there was a lot more behind it than the shallowness of it. Yeah. And it took someone else telling me, why wouldn't you want this outcome for that person? And I was like, yeah, you're right. Dang it. Yeah. I want good for everyone. Yeah. Hey, we did skip right over the first part of verse 16. Confess your faults one to another. Mm-hmm. Now, that's even tougher. Mm-hmm. Not just asking for prayer requests, but confessing my faults, saying, hey, brother, hey, sister, this is where I can use some help. Mm-hmm. This is where I need to work on. Because it's easy in my morning prayer to ask God to forgive my sins and go over what I've screwed up with mm-hmm. just him and I. Bring that out vocally out of my mouth mm-hmm. to another human being. And I don't think you need to go into great details, but like I tell my um, my friends and and actually other mentor-type women that I really struggle with bitterness. And the bitterness is coming from such stupid little things that even could stem from that stupid little prayer request. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because I was wrong in that situation for, you know, scowling at somebody when they're asking for help. Um, But, you know, confessing that you have bitter feelings, that's the first step in... You know, overcoming those sour grapes. I was going to say sour apples. Is that not something? I mean, I like sour apple. Oh, yeah. That's true. I like sour apples, too. 
Oh. So it's good. You're right. It's sour up grapes. Yeah, I know, but <laughs> I didn't know where you were going with that. So if you read uh, Galatians 6, 2, says, Bear ye one another's burdens, and so fulfill the law of Christ. Oh, look at that. Fair enough. <clears throat> if James said it, and Paul said it, and Christ said it, it's probably the truth. Yeah. You know, what we're talking about here, 15 and 16, is I guess back then in James's time is what I'm reading. Is uh, There's a widespread belief that illness was caused by a person's sin. He writes, if, indicating if the sin could be a factor contributing to one's sickness, but it's not necessarily the cause. It could be a factor, I guess. Yeah, every time I have a little anxiety in my tummy, mm -hmm. it hurts. Every time. It gets upset, and then I talk about it. It goes away. Yep. Yeah, or when I overeat. And my stomach hurts. Yeah, gluttony. Yeah. Got to watch out for that one. I don't know if that would be considered a sickness, though, if you're just real full. Well, I mean, to the point where we're like, whoop. <laughs> yeah. That's I a guess. good noise, huh? Nah. No. No, it's true. We really should look out for one another. We should lift one another up in prayer. We should be there for one another. Reach yeah. out to someone this week and say, how can I pray, to you? pray for you? Mm-hmm. And if they don't reciprocate, they don't. And then the it, it, next time that someone says, "Can I? what can I pray for you? Give them an honest answer. Yeah. And it may surprise you when you ask somebody, hey, how can I pray for you? I've had a lot of um, responses that I was like, oh, wow, I, I had no idea you were going through this. Mm -hmm. And so not only can you pray for them, but you're kind of being a shoulder for them to lean on as well. Because, I mean, that obviously they trust you. Yeah. If they're willing to give up personal information. It's not usually a, hey, pray for me. I am just want a million dollars. You know, prayers aren't usually. Yeah. The, pray the that I spend this money on something fun. No, I'm not praying for that. I probably wouldn't pray. <laughs> just go ahead and spend it on whatever you want. Yeah. Yeah. Is there anything? There was uh, in verse 15, in prayer of faith shall save the sick. That's what he's talking about. And the Lord shall raise him up. And if he have committed sins, they shall be forgiven him. Because we all know that. Mm -hmm. Our sins are forgiven. Don't hold that on. Don't hold on to that. To me, an unrepentant, no. All sins are forgiven. And when you hang on to it, to me, it almost, it can act like a cancer. Mm -hmm. Start to eat away at yeah. your inside and it can really start to tear down your life. And it tears down your walk. It tears down your testimony. Mm -hmm. So don't hold on to that sin. You know that it is forgiven through the blood of Jesus Christ. I've said it before, and I probably said on the show, the hardest part for Christians, I think, is to forgive themselves and yeah. to move on. And that's, to me, when you ask for prayers from friends and loved ones, that's how you start that healing. That's what James said. Mm -hmm. James was probably a smart guy. He walked with Jesus. I wonder if they ever wrestled when they were kids. Huh. I just always assumed that Jesus was just a normal you know, kid growing up. Yeah. He was sinless. Well, I mean, I wouldn't say he was normal. He was preaching at 12 years old to the smartest men. We, but temple. I meant like in just in general. Like yeah, maybe. He was just a dude. Yeah. Regular kid, played stickball, whatever. I don't. That's New York, <laughs> not Jerusalem. Ah. Bethlehem. Yeah, maybe he played with fire. Yeah. Hey, I do like another verse out of this just over in the same chapter because if you haven't been living in a cave and not looking around what's going on. What is going on? I don't know. Verse 7. Be patient, therefore, brethren, unto the coming of the Lord. Behold, the husbandman waiteth for the pr precious fruit of the earth and hath long patience for it. 
until he received the early and latter rain. Ooh, the latter rain society. That's a whole nother show. Yeah. Okay. Maybe we'll do that one day. <laughs> if you are a Christian, I'm sure people have asked you, is this it? Maybe you're wondering what's going on in Israel. Is this it? Mm-hmm. I don't know. There's a lot of things that have got to put in place. Is this lining for some things up? Sure. How about is this Matthew 24 that we're looking at over in Israel? Wars and rumors of wars. Ezekiel 38. Yeah. It's lining up to look like that Gog so far. Of Magog, mm-hmm. right? And it might be time to to do a good deep dive study for you and keep an open mind as you read the book of Revelation, Ezekiel 36 through 39, uh, Daniel. Mm-hmm. Nine. Nine. They all play Maybe factors. some more. <clears throat> yeah. The list could go on and on. Mm-hmm. To me, those are great. Those are markers. And then you go into the New Testament, what Jesus said in Matthew 24, uh, what is First Corinthians, I think, also lays it out. Um, the book of Jude. These are books that are going to show you how we should be acting as these things are happening. Mm-hmm. We already know that they call good evil and evil good. We know now, I mean, Ukraine and Russia followed up with this. Here's the sad part to me, if I can sad rant for a minute. I hate war. Mm-hmm. There's a whole generation of children that no, have never n- known peace. Yep. We grew up <clears throat> after Vietnam, which was a horrible conflict in itself that probably didn't need to be there. And so if you grew up in the 80s and, you know, the 90s we had Iraq won and mm-hmm. probably shouldn't have been there either. No. But if you were born after 2001, you've never known not war. Right. And these disgusting elites keep sucking us back into war, you know, or bumbling Biden pulls us out of Afghanistan. And don't confuse me and think that I don't know what that was all about mm-hmm. and that it wasn't even his call. We left millions, billions of <clears throat> dollars of weapons over there. And somehow they make their way to Iran. Yeah, weird. But as soon as we end that war, the elites, they need to fire up the war machine again. So Ukraine and Russia happens. Mm-hmm. And for... Whatever your take is on it, it's horrible. Innocent lives are lost. And I, you could see the public kind of waning on that. They, they were getting tired of watching billions of our dollars go to Ukraine to funnel and hide the Biden's mm-hmm. ill-gotten fortunes over there. You can't tell me that Israel did not know that guys on paragliders were going to attack on October 7th. Mm-hmm. I would say that they allowed that to happen. If not funded that somewhere else, to get this Hamas all spooled up. So now we have the Israeli government all angry and they're launching missiles into Palestine and killing, once again, innocent people. Innocent Israelis are now dead. Innocent Palestinians are dead. And I know that the Bible talks about these things and these wars. But I look at it from a modern-day standpoint. <clears throat> if this isn't the end times biblical wars that are beginnings of that, then it's just the elites flexing their power. Mm-hmm. What they've done here now is they came in in 2020 and they gave us the virus and they gave us the masks and, and the vaccine after that. And it's divided us, right? Mm-hmm. You got to be in this camp or you got to be in this camp. And to me, when it comes to vaccine or not, the smart camp is the one that's not taking an experimental mRNA jab. That wasn't good enough. We got to spool up this Ukraine and this Russia thing. Now we got to divide each of those sides. Mm-hmm. So now you could be pro jab pro-Russia, but you can't do that. So you got to be pro-jab and pro-Ukraine or, you know, and they're they're 
they're shifting narratives, right? And they're mm-hmm. they're breaking camps up to divide and conquer, to divide and conquer. So now where we had two camps, now you've got could be four mm-hmm. or pick your numbers. Now, okay, it's Israel versus Palestine. That's a war is old as the Bible. Right? Somebody blame it on Abraham. Mm-hmm. So now you can't you gotta decide, do I support Ukraine and Palestine or Russia and Palestine or Russia and Israel? It you see that now the, the four split could be six. Maybe this is your seven headed dragon that's in the end. Oh. It's just the theories of everything being split up and broken down. This is the way we live in. And to me, it all has to come back to center to truth of the Bible. We know that there'll be wars and rumors of wars. We know that all these things are going to come about. We need to stay strong. And we need to stay in a spirit of charity. Mm -hmm. They want us to hate. Yep. We see the pro-Palestine marches all over America, which is just crazy. I'm not saying Israel didn't do bad things to those people for the last bunch of years. Mm-hmm. But where were you before October 7th? Yeah. This this is what I'm talking about. The rumors of. You, you've got these liberal arts ladies. Oh, I know the atrocities. I've seen it firsthand. No, you haven't. Have you seen what they can do with AI? Yeah. I, sh- I showed you that game generator, yeah. right? Look like a mm-hmm. car was on fire. Mm-hmm. You can't tell me they're not making these videos up. You should see how many videos people are making on social media f- just fake. Just about like this man saved his baby from the I don't know a bunch of pro Hamas fake videos of people saving their loved ones or bringing out their dead loved ones from bombed ruins but none of none of it makes sense in the video mm-hmm. like how convenient that you were there to record this yeah uh, and and but people believe it and so they're and it's on both sides it's not just pro hamas i've just seen a whole bunch of those yeah uh, but but ignorant and yeah i am going to say ignorant people look at that and they're appalled mm-hmm. <gasps> look at the atrocities the other side is doing well no that's fake Mm-hmm. That's AI. It's not, and it's not even AI. It's it's bad actors making yeah. videos. I just, where were all you pro Palestine people? And here's the mm-hmm. tough part for me. And I've said it before, and I hope it doesn't make anybody mad. But who in America is at these pro Palestine rallies? Who's for it? A BLM and Antifa. Antifa. Mm-hmm. Sorry, but that crowd lost me in 2016 when they went sideways in their whole narrative it it's hard for me to believe if i okay maybe the atrocities were going on i would not want those two those two factions out there helping me mm-hmm. i would if they showed up tomorrow and they wanted to talk about the potato famine and the the irish civil wars and things like that i would not want their help <laughs> you know i mean that's all i could think about in my, in my past for my ancestors. Oh, I was going to say, wow, you're really old. Yeah, no. Nah. But it, it is crazy. And I, I would like to direct everybody's attention to further north east of Israel, to Azerbaijan. How come no one's talking about the Christian Armenians that mm-hmm. are being genocide? Do I need to be the one to stand up and say that? What's really crazy is all these people that worship the Kardashians in 
and not that Kim Kardashian is doing a ton for the Armenian people, but she has been speaking up about this lately. Mm-hmm. How come she's not getting more traction? Yeah, exactly. I mean, I can't stand her, so I'm not going to listen. But you don't want to drink her it's energy out, drink. It's out there. Well, yeah, and she is a proud Armenian, and good for her. She's probably also a Satanist by this time. But what she is doing is trying to draw the Armenian people have been just keep being genocide. Yeah, it's not. This isn't the first time. And some of the stuff that they have done to Armenian women mm-hmm. is I can't even say it out loud without yeah. wanting to throw up wars and rumors of wars. Mm-hmm. But we're not hearing of that one. No, that's Christians. Blech. So now you have to you have to say I'm, you know, pro Jew or pro Muslim. I don't know. I'm pro God. Mm-hmm. God's chosen people mm-hmm. are the nation of Israel. Mm-hmm. Nothing has changed. But I've got, what if you go Old Testament with this where the wash, rinse, repeat every time the book of Judges has got done reading that? Mm-hmm. What did most chapters start? And, and the, they did evil, evil in the sight of the Lord. Yeah. You, you can't tell me Israel was living for God as a whole, as a people, right? And when God put his hand back of protection on Israel? When their leaders would turn back. Mm-hmm. Oh, Bibby, I don't think he's a real proud Jewish man. There's a lot of confusing things going on. Mm-hmm. Russia is a fairly Christian-based country. Yeah, that's the part I don't understand is how they're backing the Muslims. But I mean... Well, they haven't yet. Well... They've sold weapons, right? Mm-hmm. There's oil deals. But don't, and it, we don't... When God gets involved in the world happenings or God gets out of being involved is when things change and things go crazy. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to speculate on timelines or anything like that, but I'm just trying to let people know that we think that could never happen. Well, God's a big God. Yeah. If he wants to put something in play, he'll put it in play. And it may happen a lot faster than anybody thinks. Yeah. We have about a minute and a half left. The man of perdition, is he on the scene yet? Maybe. Uh, there's always one picked well, out because Be- Becky's got one picked out. Well, even the devil himself doesn't know yeah. who it's going to be. He just grooms a man for each generation. And Obama might be this one. Maybe Trump. Yeah. Maybe Yuval. Noah Harari. Yeah. You've heard us talk about him on the show before. But Obama keeps checking more and more boxes. Yeah. I mean, daily. So, like you said, Obama is older than Yuval Noah Harari. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's that little, that's that 60 year old generation. And a homosexual. Yep. And friends with the Pope. Yep. Pope, I think, is the false prophet. Yep. The false prophet. Leading the horror of Babylon. Yep. Hey, that's all we've got time for today. Becky, I thank you for your input. I thank you for pulling this scripture out. We hope you enjoyed what you heard today. If you'd like to let us know, Maybe you want us a story to cover? 509-818-7818. For Becky, I'm Matt. Until next time, remember, be sober, be vigilant. Goodbye. To the old me. God made me anew.